Hello everyone. My name is Aretha Taylor. I am the founder, CEO, and president of New Beginnings Outreach Program for Women. I am a um, life empowerment speaker. And I'm currently recording this from Jamaica, and I've been here for one year and four months where I'm currently doing outreach um, work in our communities. So today I would like to share with you blended families. I'd like to speak with you about my experience with blended families and 36 years ago, we didn't call it that. It was what it was, and we just made it work. So let me give you a little bit of background. Um, I got pregnant at 15 years old, and I had my daughter when I was 16. During my time of pregnancy, her father lived across the street, directly across the street from me. Um, We were not a couple. We were never boyfriend and girlfriends. We weren't dating. We weren't in love. He was a neighborhood guy, a friend of mine, um, who lived across the street and who pursued me for maybe three years until I finally said, okay, I'll have sex with you. I did, and I got pregnant. So during that time, I found out that he had someone else pregnant. And we were six months apart. So when I had my daughter, who is now 36 years old, um, he wasn't involved in her life in the very beginning. As a matter of fact, he denied her. And in denying her, It made me feel very much alone, abandoned, and rejected. And I had to cope with this. I had to deal with these different emotions and pain at that age. And I couldn't understand how can you reject and abandon and deny your own child. So, um, after giving birth, his other child, baby, um, lived across the street with them for a short time. And I would see them interacting with this baby, which is six months older than my daughter, and Um, It was a girl as well. And um, it made me feel um, some type of way. I was hurt. I was hurt, y'all. And all sorts of things were going through my mind. Like, how could you do this to me? You know, how could you reject me? How can you abandon me? Mm. So I would try to figure out How was Aretha going to deal with this? How would I deal with this? At 16 years old, I was a child myself. Had no experience of this. 
and um, in having this child, having my daughter and raising her and caring for her and providing for her, that was my focus. So I had to figure out at that age What was I going to do to have my daughter be a part of this family? Involve my daughter in his day-to-day, in his family's day-to-day without me feeling or showing my hurt, resentment toward this innocent baby who was her sister. How was I going to do this? I was jealous. I was angry. Jealous because this baby, her sister, was getting all the attention and my daughter wasn't. And in the very beginning, I moved about a lot because I became homeless for four years. And um, so I was no longer living with my mom. I was no longer living across the street from her father and her father's family. I was just focused on surviving and providing. And uh, I had to drop out of high school, get a job. And at that time, minimum wages was what, three seventy-five an hour? <laughs> yeah, three seventy-five an hour. So I had to buy diapers, milk, and clothes, and for her, and try to make it work for me. But again. I needed to know, to understand, to navigate a way for her to still have a relationship with her father and her father's family and her sister. Because that was her sister. And that baby was innocent. So I could not take my anger out on that baby. I could not take my bitterness and my jealousy out on that baby. Regardless, that was her sister. And uh, throughout my time of being homeless, I would still pop in on uh, the family, her father's family. I'd pop in from time to time and take her there and let them see her and as a baby, you know, and then when she hit two and three and four years old, I would continue to take her there to the house so she could know her family. A few years later, she had another sister by her father's side again 
Um, And again, I had to make it work. But the irony of this, or the beauty of this is the other woman, her sister's mom, We never had words. We never had any confrontation. We never had any grievance towards each other. There was no drama. There was no static between us. We just knew we had something in common and it was this man. Because we both had child or children for him that was our main focus it had nothing to do with him but we had to focus on the children we had to focus on their relationship with each other as well as with him we had to make sure that these girls, these children, my daughter and her two sisters, we had to make sure as mothers that they had a relationship and a healthy one. So we had to create that environment for them, a healthy environment. We had to interact with each other in a loving and mature way because That was a very close family, so they always had family functions. Barbecues for 4th of July weekends, Memorial weekends, Memorial um, Labor Day weekends, birthday parties, anniversaries, whatever. They were a very tight-knit family, and so that helped the dynamics. It helped the dynamics of us raising the children and raising them in a family that was tight-knit, very loving and secure. And these girls, these sisters spent a lot of time together as children. See, when I say sisters, I don't refer to her sisters as half-sisters. There is no such thing for us. There's no such thing. They're sisters. That's it. Period. And we had to make it work. At the functions, I would see her sister's mom. Hey, how are you? What's going on? How's everything doing? And we sat next to each other. We would joke around with each other. We would talk with each other. We showed them the children, how to love each other. First, by us loving each other and accepting each other and becoming friends with each other. Regardless of the situation or the circumstance. She was hurt and I was hurt. Finding out that we were both pregnant for the same man at the same time, 
It brought a lot of pain to her, but I didn't learn this until years later when her and I had a talk and uh, she expressed to me that she was hurt, but she wasn't hurt by me. She was hurt by him because I was innocent as well. We raised those children with love. We did not bash him to them. We did not bash him in front of them. He was not your perfect father. But we tried our best to not talk about him, put him down in front of them. That was very important. We had our own issues with him. But we did not allow that or we did not expose the children to that. And later on, he got married to one of our childhood friends. And um, they had two sons together. And guess what? We made it work. We made it work. When the two sons came in, the picture, the same thing. The children were always at each other's home. My daughter was at their home. Their gathering was at the grandmother's home. That's where they gathered. That's where they had fun. That's where they got to know each other. That's where the relationship was really built. That's where the bond came in. At the grandmother's house. Those children loved each other as children. They always knew each other as brothers and sisters. And again, we the mothers, now we have three mothers. There are three mothers involved now. We made it work. I would send my daughter to her stepmom's house to spend time with her father or her brothers and her sisters will meet up with her over there and they will all get together over there, spend weekends together, spend um, weeks together. When During summertime, they'll be over there hanging out with each other, spending time with each other, going out with each other. It was a close-knit relationship. And again, not saying that it was easy It wasn't easy because of who the father was and his lack of. But we the mothers, it's our responsibility as women, as mothers, as sisters. It's our responsibility to make it work, to work at it to blend the family together. A lot of times women, we get angry, we get upset because the, the, the father or your husband or whomever it is in the relationship, you and them have broken up and they've moved on. They're in another relationship. And because of that, jealousy kicks in. So you don't want the father to become a part of that child's life. That's wrong. That is so wrong. 
I remember at one time my mom was fussing at me and my ex-boyfriend at the time. They were both fussing at me and asking me, why are you allowing her to be so involved in his life? Like, why are you even taking her over there? Why is he even seeing her? He's not doing anything for her. And they went on and on and on. They told me off. And when they were finished, I said, are you finished? I looked at my mom and I said, mom, I grew up without a father. I have no idea what it's like to have a dad in my life. I do not want the same for my daughter. As long as the environment is not dangerous, she will know her father. She will get to know who he is. She will have a relationship with him because that is her father. When she gets to an age where she chooses not to have a relationship with him for whatever reason, then that's on her. But I will not take that away from her. I won't do it. Regardless of the past, regardless of what he did or who he was, or the father that he is now, I'm not going to do that to my daughter. She needs to know who her father is. She needs to know that side of her family because that's a part of who she is. And I made sure she knew her father's side of the family. And until this day, her sisters and her brothers, they are tight-knit. They have such a great relationship. They have such a bond. And I love that about them. They're not perfect. They argue just like siblings do. Sometimes they take a break from each other. They're all, they put each other on timeout. But they come back together. And it's because of what we instilled in them from they were babies, from they were children, from they were small. Women, think about your children first. Try to remove your emotions and your feelings from this. It's about the children's needs. It's about their need. That's what you need to focus on. Sometimes it hurts to see when that man has moved on and he's with someone else or he has another child for that someone else and he's married. But sometimes we take it out on the children. We're trying to spite the man by not allowing him to see his child, not allowing him to see his daughter or his son because you're bitter, because you're hurt, because you're angry, because you're jealous. And at the same time, it's the child, it's the children who's suffering. You're punishing them. Don't be selfish. Don't be selfish. Put that child need first. As long as that father isn't harming that child in any way, the environment is safe and healthy, then don't keep the child from its father. It's wrong. 
It is so wrong and I'm so happy I did not do that at 16. At 16, I had the knowledge of that. I was a child, but yet I still knew it was wrong. I acted as if I was a mature person. I I acted as an adult because I wanted to make sure my child knew her father and she had a balance in her life. She, She would know her father and her mom. She would have her father and her mother. And she grew up in a household and a family with grandparents, aunts, uncles, brothers, sisters, cousins. This is what she knows until this day. This is what she knows because I made sure, we made sure the other women, they made sure. 36 years later, We are not friends, myself and these other ladies. We are more than friends. We have become sisters over the years. We got to know each other. We built a relationship with each other. We talk with each other. We have conversations with each other. We've cried together. We even sat down and talked about him. Yeah talked about him and his lack of unfortunately he's no longer with us he died um, he died in uh, January of 2010 I miss him we all miss him his children miss him dearly And we, the mothers, we miss him very much. So, women, I'm speaking to the women. You know exactly who you are. If this is something that you've done or you're currently doing or you know people in your life that's doing it, it's wrong. It's wrong to keep a child away from its father. We need our fathers. And I'm so happy that my daughter knew her father. In the beginning, it was very rocky very rocky. It was very painful for her because he wasn't the father he should have been in the beginning. But eventually they became very good friends. Very good friends. They became extremely close. My daughter and her father. Very close up until the time he passed. And I don't have any regrets. I have no regrets. And how I raised her. 
to love her father regardless of what and not bashing him because I could have bashed him so many times because he made me so angry so many times he disappointed me he disappointed her he hurt us but I did my best not to vent show my anger or not to speak negatively about him in front of her yeah I did by myself I did or if I'm talking with a friend of mine I did because I was angry with him but when she was around no I wouldn't do it because that affects our children when you're talking about the child's father and bashing him and calling him names in front of that child how is that child supposed to feel you're putting down its father you're putting down his father or her father in front of them no that's wrong that is so wrong so we need as women to think about our children first when it comes to these situations the blended family we need to think about their needs we need to think about their environment and the kind of environment that you want to create for them the kind of environment that's going to impact them do you want a negative environment or a positive environment this is what you need to think about because whatever it is it will impact your child it will affect your child so that is all that i have to say at this time regarding blended families god bless peace and love